feels like a lot of times, like, as God has revealed to me my purpose and my destiny. And when I say revealed, I say that relatively because I've always known it. But just revealed to me, like, more than I've ever known before. As he's revealed to me my destiny, I'm, like, it's bringing a true meaning to, to be a friend of God. is to be an enemy of the world. And to be a friend of the world is to be an enemy of God. And, excuse me, that's so, it's, it's being made so clear. Like, like, I knew that that was God's, I knew what that meant when I first read it. I knew all of that, but I just, I've always considered myself a friend of God. And, I just didn't feel like, to a certain extent, say it's not always what he requires it's just every friendship with god is different just like every friendship is unique period but um all i know is that i didn't actually understood that understand what that consists of so to be a hundred percent honest i would definitely just say that i consider myself a child of god always but as far as a friendship with god i definitely felt like you know in any form of friendship that i ever understood of course this is maybe an example of that being said, like that's that's just me kind of admitting. I don't think I know what friendship is. I don't think I've ever had a real friend. I don't think I've ever had a real friendship. I don't think I really understand the definition of friendship. Now, that right there is also something. That's that's also saying something because, to be quite honest, like you know, I know how I would want to be treated by a friend. What I would, how I would treat a friend, consider it a friendship. I've called many different situations in my life friendships. But, you know, if I ever had to, you know, define what I felt like a friendship should consist of, I don't know if I've ever had that. And that's just me being completely 100% honest. Like, a lot of times you can't, you try, you say to people, I don't have friends or I don't know what friendship is. And they say, but I thought I was your friend. And you, you know, you are my friend, but it's like, are you? I mean, I don't want to say that. That's rude. That's, that's, that's just off. It's just, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, a lot of times, you know, things that I think a friendship consists of, maybe I feel you fall short. Maybe I feel I fall short and maybe I feel like we don't click like that. So maybe we aren't really friends. And I would never say that I never had a friend. I don't know what friendship is for no reason. So I know that you wouldn't ask for no reason either. But also at the same time, like that's I feel like if I said that, then that must mean that I feel that you also understand that as well. Like there's not, I feel like God is the the main thing that God has revealed to me and has not taken back this whole entire time is that, you know, people know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly, you know, what they're doing when they do it. So if you ever 
see it the way I see it. Or maybe that person just doesn't understand the way I understand it the way I understand it. Or maybe they just don't, you know, maybe they define it differently, you know. And you say, you, you genuinely think that. And I'm not saying that that's not possible. But what God has shown me is that even while that's possible, that's not the case. People know exactly what they are doing. And I think that's really where God comes in because when there's truly that much of a miscommunication, I don't want to speak for every situation, but I think that when there's truly that much of a miscommunication and somebody is genuinely seeking a better understanding, like they, if they care enough, God is going to fill in the gaps because he's God. So I think that, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything for sure, but I do think that in different, in different times, you know, of different people's lives, God will come and say, you know, if you really care, then this is how this person feels. And even if you don't really care, that if that person really cares and spends a lot of time worrying about it, that's anything that hurts you hurts God so much more. So he's going to help that person, bring that person to an understanding if they care enough. And if they don't, then they know what they're doing. They know. They don't care. Or they're doing it on purpose. That's what God has shown me. My life, my, I won't say my entire life, but almost my entire life, I've, I've questioned different relationships I've had in my life. People I call family, people I call friends, and people I think I love. Not people I say I love, but people I love, and people who say they love me. And I've asked the Lord question on my own do they see how I see it maybe I see it differently and if so I cannot obligate them to seeing it the way I see it and could I tell them how I feel why don't I ever tell them how I feel now here's the thing I'll tell them how I feel if I truly genuinely feel they don't understand a lot of times I never tell them how I feel why because I know they know I know they know. I'm not about to waste my time coming to you and expressing my deep feelings to you just for you to laugh in my face in the back of your mind. In the back of your mind, you're laughing at me because you're thinking, you know, I kind of wanted you to sit up here and be vulnerable in my face so I can sit up here and pretend as if I didn't know what I was doing, even though that's the reaction I wanted. I wanted this to hurt you. That's why I did it. I wanted to revoke a reaction out of you. That's why I'm doing it. And when you sit in my face and pretend like you're not pretend, you sit in my face and you're so hurt and you're searching for answers and I pretend as if I don't know what you're talking about, that's more of me doing that. And as long as you, you know, as long as you allow me to keep doing that, it's as long as I'm going to keep doing it because I want to hurt you. That's what I want to do. I know what I'm doing. And that's why I can never bring myself to come tell somebody how I felt because it's like, you know what you're doing. Not, never in my life will I ever sit in your face explaining to you how I feel deeply knowing that you know what you're doing so that you can in the back of your mind love it love every second of my misery because that's I feel like how people are provoked to do things permanent things in temporary situations like you're temporary if you're if you really doing this on really don't care how I feel if you're really you know 
know what you're doing and doing it on purpose then eventually you know either i'll be fed up or you'll just you know i'll i'll outgrow you you'll have to go sooner or later and then you'll be replaced with somebody who won't treat me like that who won't do me like that and who will help me unpack everything you've done so why would i do something permanent in a temporary situation what would be permanent in that situation i don't know maybe hurting you because you are you are trying to hurt me or i don't know you know not thinking about my own future not considering my own future because i don't know if you're considering my future or not that's what's so scary about it because are you considering my future if you're not considering my future that's just another that's another question i have about doubting myself and you know what you're doing because you must be considering my future because you can't think that oh these actions mean nothing you know what you're doing so you know that they can have long-term effects on me you know that they can shape how i you know handle relationships going forward and you must want that that must be your intention and so to me i feel like you're trying to do something permanent to me an emotional the emotional hurt and the thing and the thing the emotional wounds are usually the worst like a physical wound heals it's the emotional wound yes time heals all wounds but as far as that emotional wound, i'll never forget it i'll never forget it and you know it takes longer to heal than a physical wound. i'd rather you just punch me in my face i really would i'd rather you just punch me right in my face and you know whatever it is like i won't want you to punch me in my face at all i wouldn't want you to do any of this stuff you're doing at all but i'd rather you punch me in my face than sit there and play mind games with me because that's worse than a punch to the face that's worse than a stab like it's mentally compromising and you know what you're doing and since you know what you're doing that you are loving it every second that it affects me you're loving it so how do i beat that first of all the, the one thing that i know that i can do to beat that is definitely not not treat you like you're the last person on earth so that means guess what i replace you i'll replace you that's you know the simple answer you can easily be i won't say easily everybody's not easily replaced like mothers fathers grandparents family members brothers and sisters etc everybody's not easily replaced but you know if i allow whatever it is you're doing to have such an effect on me that i allow it to affect affect the way i handle other relationships that must must have been your main goal like i can't help but think that every single person even when they're doing the most minuscule things even when it seems like they're not very ambitious or shooting for the stars or everything that they do so when you did that you were hoping for the worst but if you landed somewhere along minor damage that was okay with you too and what if you got the worst that's what you wanted what would have been the worst me never being able to truly trust or deal with somebody in a proper manner ever again i think it's worse than that it's probably it, it can get worse trust me 
but that's like one of the that's that's one of the worst things that could happen permanent damage and you were shooting for that you can't tell me that you were you can't tell me oh i didn't mean it for it to be that bad i didn't mean it but you knew the possibility so how didn't you mean it you knew the possibilities now if somebody does something blatant like shoot somebody in the head or stab someone then obviously their intention was to kill right but when you do something so subtle not so subtle but you know less i would say i won't say unassuming subtle or anything because it's not even that just when you do something that doesn't require something so obvious as you know murder like physical obvious murder then you know honestly that's actually worse it's worse and you're worse the damages are worse the situation is worse but regardless of anything you knew what you were doing you knew what you were doing and you know what surrounds that is hoping that they're hoping that you get away with it banking on getting away with it and also just hoping that you know because i'm i feel like i'm not being able to explain exactly what i'm trying to say but hoping that you know that person is questioning themselves instead of you hoping that's possible because i feel like if you really were obvious if that's something because you because you know what you're doing if you really wanted to do the same exact damage without being as conniving as you're being you would just stab them you would just shoot them in the head because what is the other i'm like what are you really look what are you going for you can't possibly have hope to actually help with the things that you're doing because clearly that looks different and I love, I love when people say you have a funny way of expressing your such and such. That they don't have a funny way of expressing anything. They know exactly what they were doing. It's not a funny way of expressing anything. And that's psychotic. And it's funny how a lot of us grow up with psychopaths. Like, if not all of us grow up with psychopaths. In each and every single day of our lives. And you know what's so... was so just i don't know i want to say nerve-wracking but just unfortunate if you grew up in a family of psychopaths and you're just so blessed not to be one because it's a blessing but does it feel like one everyone else has the benefit of not caring or being able to blend in at least but me no see because i know better or because I want better for myself. Or because I intend on things one day not being like this. I'm doomed here. But that's I don't wanna play the victim. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna play the victim or be a victim. Sound like a victim or like or any of that. Like I don't. But what I don't wanna do is recreate whatever happened here. So call me the victim or say I'm playing the victim all, I, all you want. That's not going to stop my efforts of not inflicting this on someone else. Because the funny thing.
whenever I put effort towards this not happening to someone else or whenever I put effort towards changing this in the future, you can see that it's not just about getting that attention or being called a victim. You know that. So, like, you see my actions, you see the different things I choose, you, just, you see the type of personality I choose, who I decide to be and what I want to do with my life and what I want to do. I want to help someone else avoid this kind of stuff and you still call me a victim victims i can't explain every victim everybody's situation is different but i i genuinely believe that you know in order to want to be a victim first of all a victim when you're just genuinely that that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about when people call me like you're always playing the victim like you're playing a victim okay is that for attention because i'm doing whatever i'm doing to prevent what happened to me Is it about attention when I'm calling you out or all the time because I don't always get attention every time I make efforts towards changing the future towards preventing this from happening some to someone there's not always somebody looking besides God I'm not always looking for attention so I just want to understand you know when and how do you define someone playing the victim or is that just convenient you to get away with what you're doing or to not take responsibility of your and your part in it but you know what's so funny to me is that the best way to find out who's all this kind of individual the best way to find out who's all contributing or going along with it if you ever doubted if anybody knew what they were doing or if you ever doubted if anybody ever saw and, and it was allowing it to happen or it was you were you just really playing the victim and being paranoid is to call someone out and see who defends it and see who tries to inflict more of that you know isolation singling singling you out um there's many different ways of doing it i feel like it's all just psychological warfare where you have different people and different layers of it so now you got people who are like playing a victim or you did that with me too this other time you know and they start calling you out for different times that you supposedly played the victim you know regardless if those i won't say those times are valid because honestly all of that is questionable like treat this like a court of law treat this like the court of law your evidence is questionable that's a whole nother trial though but regardless of anything i feel like <laughs> feel like even if I decided to go and I spent so much time thinking about this which is obviously a indication that I'm not just playing victim I spent so much time figuring this out I spent so much time you know trying to put this together and really decide whether it's me or whether it's all of you and then I come with you know whatever it is I have to say and I've even pre-planned your responses because you do it a lot and then whenever you react to whatever I said, I have something to say. And then when it comes down to it feels like, you know, you can't win. Then it's like, you know, now you want to point out other things. Or now you want to... What was I going to say? You... At this point now, it's like... I've heard all kinds of stuff, honestly, in this situation. Like, oh my gosh, you think you're so smart. Or, you know... It's funny how you have this much energy.
energy for this but not this much energy for another flaw you may have or, or just another flaw you may have all different things just to get off of that subject but you're not going to actually address and deal with this so going forward even after all the effort I put into it you can see that it's bothering me it's just gonna have to bother me that's pretty much what you're saying but you're not saying it that's so frustrating that's so frustrating and then I hate the I hate the thing where it's like there's always this thing where it's like you know we black we don't do that who don't do that because my family gonna be black and we gonna do that anybody come for me anybody I marry we gonna be black and guess what we gonna do that speak for yourself stop subjecting me to that because you ain't, you ain't unpacking things, you ain't working things out, or you feel like you can inflict whatever it is you're going through on somebody else. Now, it's frustrating because it's like, we black and we don't do that until it's something you want to do. I thought we was black and we don't do that. That's frustrating to me. You know, I'm usually black and I usually don't do that, but... I don't have time I really don't and I'm getting older and I'm not even gonna lie and sit up here and pretend as if I had a whole full bulletproof plan from the moment I was you know since it first started happening to me no this is life this is real life like so many different times you know whether I planned it or not things have just happened things have just went the way that they went things have just planned out the way that they've panned out excuse me things have just panned out the way that they've panned out and now i'm here so that being said i do believe if that being all that being said like i feel like ultimately like i said god brought me to this understanding he, he gave me what i you know didn't actually expect to get well, I won't say I didn't expect to get it. I guess I wasn't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie and pretend as if, you know, I had all the confidence about this in the world, but I just didn't think that I could. I didn't think I could get that. You know, this is just how it is and that's how it's going to be. It is what it is. Why am I thinking that? Why do I feel like that? Because everybody is, you know, adamant about and reinforcing that this is how it is. It's not changing. Anytime I try and change something, anytime I try to put efforts into doing something, and I love it when they say, nobody noticed you were trying to put efforts into doing that. Just as well as you know what you're doing when you do the little subtle small things that add up to a lot, you knew that I was trying to put efforts into changing that. We all know. We all see it. It just makes you attack me more. So I know you know it. But the one thing that I realize is that I can't I have to give myself more credit it's like God gives me more credit see I like to believe that when God revealed this to me you know he gave me something that I didn't even think that I deserved or I didn't even know that I could have or I didn't know was possible and that's not always that's not fully the whole truth because growing up when it first started happening or when things like this would happen when I was growing up I did hope for that and I did want that I just lost hope I just gave up hope for that thinking that's never gonna happen you know 
like specific, certain things where it's like a situations in your family where you're like okay um this person is you know always wrong always i won't say always wrong but this person does this stuff repeatedly and knows that it affects me knows that it affects me in a negative way and you know i've expressed that i don't like it you know it's clearly you know something i'm not you know i, I don't love and this person is you know anytime i bring it up i'm you know they they use other people around to attack me and i can't even promise that you know when they do the things that they do that they don't set up certain backup plans i'm gonna call it a backup plan just different things different reassuring measures so that whenever it does come about if you ever do speak up about it or if you ever do say anything about it when it comes down to it i'm gonna bring that up so i can make you look as if you're not as if you're just as guilty if not worse so that i can you know have people going along with this so that i can get people on my side and the problem with that is like i think okay so the honest in all honesty with with me it's like i don't really care about that like if i'm gonna bring it up i'm gonna bring it up you gonna bring whatever it is you gonna bring up but at least i said what i said and i, and I expressed how i felt you know everybody could jump me about it everybody could say that i was wrong and you were right but guess what y'all heard what i said y'all heard me y'all know that's how i feel so say you don't care or not you know let's say you don't care it's not affecting you whatever moving forward no matter what whatever all i know is i feel better knowing that i said that out loud i feel better making it known to you that's how i feel i feel better about it um i hate to say that you know i'm gonna hold a grudge because i don't hold grudges I really don't hold grudges it's kind of hard for me to do that it hurts me more than it hurts you for me to hold a grudge but i just know moving forward like i think this is where my confidence in god comes in because i know moving forward i'm going to have a way out of this situation i'm going to have a better day i'm going to have a better situation i'm going to be in a better situation and all of this stuff that has affected me i don't want you to ever 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 in your life say yes you did i said it but you can say whatever it is you were planning to say regardless of what i told you this is what i told you then or this is how i felt then or this is how that conversation went it doesn't matter what you say because i got it off my chest then and guess what it haven't changed i'm getting it off my chest now so you knew you can never say that you can't say that that's fully a foolproof i won't say foolproof plan i never i never ever put my money on foolproof plans but i can never i can never say that that's just one of the most effective ways because you know i don't think i bring things up just to say that i said them but i do know that i did i do know that i did you know whether that's important to you now or not one day it will matter 
so that being said you know if anything if nothing more if nothing more comes out of it doesn't change at least i got it off my chest makes me feel better but any but anyways you know i don't want to make it seem like i'm just that kind of person that like you know it's all about you know calling people out or being right or i don't know what you might have gotten from that i don't know whatever you might have gotten from that i don't want to make it seem like you know i don't know i don't want to say that because you may have gotten exactly what it actually is whatever depends on how you think or how you see it but all i know is throughout all of this situation i endured throughout all of these different situations in life growing older i endured and did i did i let it make me the kind of person that was you know inflicting that type of treatment on me did i let it make me treat others like that no i let it motivate me to not want to see others get treated like that i let it motivate me to want to see a difference when i could have used that as an excuse just like everybody else around me to be a worse to be a reflection of that if not worse sure a lot i'm sure that it would be a lot of different people who had a lot of different things to say about me. but when it comes down to it god has shown me that guess what they see it too they know it so that just means that everything that they do is just a reflection of either their jealousy or their guilt want to see a difference in the different in the things nobody wanted to be set apart they just they just rather fit in if that's easier like yeah you're right but when you do that when you say stuff and when you speak up for yourself all it does is make people not not like you all it does is make people you know keep things from you as far as like it's usually the things you want them to keep like when they treat other people like that they, they disclude you from it thank you that's probably another reason why i wanted you to notice how i feel that when they don't include me in life. um you know it also makes them talk about you behind you know your back to random people so that you know because they have a fear that if you ever encounter these people you know when they're not around you're telling them all about them so they have to go ahead and talk about these people before you get around so that these people aren't thinking to themselves you know it's, it's a double it's kind of like they're doing it double time because if they're talking about you behind your back and you never say anything about them then it's like that, that person still has you know still still is thinking like maybe that's true about you but if they 
type of person is like okay you are your mistake your mistake defines you you know you're never going to be anything but what you did no i can get over it i can get past it i think it's just the guilt in you alive that's you know keeping it like that and it's it's funny because i spend my time or i try to spend my time as much as i can because i'm just human i'm not perfect so it's like if you think that you know i'm, I'm always perfect when i'm you know figuring this stuff out and i figure it out the most perfect ways um you you, you have to explain to me your, defini- your definition of perfect because i can't say that i am when i'm figuring this stuff out i'm a mess but guess what i'm wanting to clean it up i'm not wanting to sleep in a rug forgiveness pretty much about covers everything because if forgiveness is you know if they do accept it then i have to forgive them for you know never encouraging her never i won't say never encouraging her but probably contributing to the me right now that can't see me as her or whatever part you know that i may need i mean i may need to forgive them on and then also consists of if they don't accept it like i have to forgive them for not accepting me like that i have to forgive them for not wanting to see me that happy 
small gestures and just everything that adds up to getting me to the situation that I am in. And that woman was not like that because she was so intentional with everything that she did. There was no way she was never going to be able to understand why what got her to a certain point and you know why she was there because of how intentional she was with everything that she did. Thank you.
cannot ask God, you know, excuse me, if God tells us to go right and we go left and then we trip and fall and break our leg, we cannot ask God why he allowed us to break our leg. Because he told us to go right. And yes, we're on the right path. You don't know because you didn't go down there like I told you to, but you went and broke your leg. That's just saying to yourself that you know if I start to take responsibility for the different things that other people are doing as well then I can start to help them and I can start to do whatever it is I'm doing in my life so when you start to take responsibility for yourself you start to see changes in actions you start to see the outcome that you expected and if you want to see a change in the world then do the same thing take responsibility for their actions as well and once you start taking responsibility for their actions then you're going to start different choices that you make and then you start to see a change in their actions too because everything can be done we're just not trying so the reason why i couldn't ever be fully responsible without taking responsibility for other people's actions is because there's always going to be an unpredictable situation and if i don't take responsibility for that too then i'll only be taking half responsibility i'll be taking responsibility for my actions i'll be taking responsibility for how i 
then I start to think of new ways of preventing these things. And then I make time. And then I make it happen. And then I make a difference. Then we make a difference. But as long as I'm not taking responsibility for their part, I could forever say, I'm, I can only be responsible for myself. I'm not taking responsibility for what they did or what they're doing. Things that are out of my control are always going to happen. But taking responsibility and saying that nothing is out of my control as long as I believe that I am responsible for it. Then you start to minimize these things happening. Never am I ever saying that you can control everything at all times. No. But I am saying that taking responsibility will minimize a lot of different things. And not just yourself, everybody. So... somebody came and robbed you and your family because they were starving you can't ever control that 100% as one person but if you start to take responsibility for others and then you start setting an example for taking responsibility for others and then everybody's you know starting to realize we have to take responsibility for each other how many people will actually be starving enough to come and rob you and your family a lot of times, you, you you know, I've been on both sides that I've seen where people who decide to rob somebody, you know, regardless of how you see it or not. Because I'm sure it's a lot of people say, so? That's their responsibility. But some people think to themselves, you know, this person got it and I don't. And, you know, do anybody ever care about me when I'm starving? Do anybody ever care when my family's starving? Do anybody ever check up on me and make sure my fa- me and my family have eaten? No. They leave us and say that's our responsibility. So imagine if somebody decided to take responsibility for them and their family ate, then he wouldn't be out here robbing somebody to feed his family. That's a difference that could have been made based off taking responsibility for yourself and your brothers and your sisters, not just yourself. A lot of us are saying, okay, as long as me and Maz is okay, we're good. But even in the Bible says, if you love those who love your, if you love those who, who love you, then you're no better than a heathen. Because even a heathen love those who love him, who love them. So, for example, you have to love the people who hate you. I can go and love somebody who loves me. That's so easy. They already showing love. But I gotta show love to people who don't show love. That's taking responsibility. And like I said before, a lot of this stuff I lost hope in. Of course, I've known this since a young age, but a lot of this stuff I've lost hope in because it seemed impossible. It seems impossible to take responsibility for somebody who says, I'm not your responsibility. And guess what? You know, they don't even want to take responsibility, they don't even want to take responsibility for themselves. They're not your responsibility or you know some people will say you're not my responsibility so how do you bridge the gap you take responsibility anyways and a lot of people are like nah i ain't doing that because some people get mad some people do different things some people are like get out of my business some people you know some people inflict harm when you try to take responsibility for them but guess what just like how you make a way for different things that you want to do just like how you make a way for different things that you enjoy doing just like how you make a way for different things that are beneficial to you you can make a way to do that too so that means you can make a way to take responsibility for them without offending them you can make a way to take responsibility for them without 
making them feel like less than who they are like they're not taking responsibility for themselves you can't even make a way to get them to take responsibility for themselves without them feeling like you you know did that or you had to prove something or they had to learn something from you because some people have pride like that now that being said i understand we live in a world of so many different possibilities and so many different things going on so many different attitudes so many different outcomes and sometimes it seems impossible trust me i know sometimes it seems so impossible some people fight this so bad so like some people fight this Nothing. 
doubled that penny, multiplied it by itself, squared it. I believe it was, I don't want to, don't quote me, but I think it was a hundred times. How much would you have? Most people were thinking like, oh, 200 pennies. Some people were thinking like, uh, maybe a couple thousand pennies. Other people were like, uh, maybe like 10,000 pennies, etc. you know, I don't know. But actually the outcome was you would have a couple million dollars. If you took the penny and you, and you squared it, which means multiplied it by itself, excuse me, multiplied it by just double, whatever, whatever number you got after that, you double that and kept doubling. You would end up, if you did it a hundred times, you would end up with a couple million dollars. But guess what? One penny ain't much. The little things add up. Now imagine if we put that analogy towards taking responsibility for our brothers and our sisters. If you doubled every action, if you doubled every time you just doubled the amount of responsibility that you take for your brothers and sisters. Over time, you have a changed world. But since we think, oh, this doesn't matter or that doesn't matter, guess what? That adds up too. Over time, nobody's taking responsibility. Over time, none of it matters. It's amazing how our minds work because we only think about the here and the now. We don't think about what it could be as much as we can. As much as as popular as it is to think about what it couldn't be, we don't think about what it could be. Negativity is more popular than positivity. And I remember stepping over pennies, throwing pennies, flicking pennies pennies away and not even realizing that if I had every penny that I disregarded up until this excuse me if I had every penny I disregarded up until this point I would be a millionaire even after all my spending reckless spending and everything if I had saved just every penny I'd be a millionaire most billionaires don't step over a penny. It counts. And everybody wants to be so rich. But we think pennies don't matter. We think pennies aren't much. But I don't really care about money that much. I can't lie, money is important. I can't lie, money gets us through our life. Money gets us through the day. It's, it's motivation. But what about a change world? had a vision that's kind of all over the place but excuse me I was in a castle 
some sort of castle. And from what I can remember, I was around some people in this castle. Oh, I can't I can't even remember my visions anymore. It used to be that when I wake up, I would only hope or wish that I never had them or could forget them, but. Excuse me, now I can't remember them. In this vision, I'm in some sort of castle. So I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to remember that right now. And I just had it, but it's like, I just realized I'm fighting for it. I'm fighting for that memory. All I know is that another thing I wanted to say was that it felt like this memory um, faded to, like, the background or to, like, a piece or portion of my mind. Like, I felt it in my head physically fade to like the left side the left the the back left of my brain and it's so weird because my dreams my visions anything has never felt physically placed in any part of my brain ever like I just remember it and it's just a, it just doesn't feel like it's some place like it feels like it's in a portion of my brain. And I know that this is a reflection of sorcery and witchcraft, which is why also I can't remember it now. Because clearly, it's something about this vision that if I record it and um, figure something out or somebody else figures something out, that it will be revealing something very important that's going on in my life. Or just period in the spiritual realm. But another thing that I also realized and remembered was that um well not realized well not remembered but um something that I feel like was just revealed in a way not I don't want to say revealed I'll just say it seems like they don't want like if they're if if I'm if they want me to notice like they're I don't know because it's kind of tricky what how much they really want me to know all I know is that like it seems like they don't want me to like no excuse me it seems like this is this this stuff that's happening is starting to fade off for me I'm starting to excuse me I'm starting to pretty much lose power or if it's not power I'm losing, it's like I'm just like for some reason it feels like whatever this is that's going on, it's like they're trying to say that whatever it is I'm choosing to do, which is what I've talked about in a previous episode, which is choosing to, you know, build a career, go back to school, 
you know, somewhere along the lines of that. And when it's feeling like God wants me to kind of give all this time and dedicate all this time to him, it feels like they're trying to make me feel like that's okay and that's what I should be doing. But in reality, in the background, you know, when I do that, I'm kind of pulling out of what God has placed, has given me to do. Because as long as I am focused on something else, it feels like they're trying to make it seem as if, you know, I am distracted from what's most important and that they're going to be able to get away with anything and then you then you might say so what are they getting away with and that's another thing that i feel that was just brought to my attention like all of this all of these things i've been talking about in these previous episodes like me witnessing people possess people's body bodies when I'm intimate with them. Me hearing people talk in my in my mind and it's not my voice or it's not voices I've made up or anything like this. It's not reflective of my personality. Me being in me being fully able to understand exactly what's going on, everything that's going on and you know, being placed in compromising situations that if I otherwise would tell someone, you know, would make me look as if I need some sort of um psychological help. I don't even like to say that because it's like when when you once you say it then it's like well do you? And it's like absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like I remember knowing exactly what's going on and then someone asking me, Do you think that you need to talk to someone? Do you think you need a therapist or a counselor? And honestly, I knew exactly what was going on, but this was around the time that, you know, it was less obvious. It was much less obvious. And if I had just accepted this help this time and believe and and actually just ignored everything that God was telling me at the time, I would have I don't think I would have gotten this far and you know, these many different things being revealed to me. That's another thing that I feel like it's coming around to. Like I know too much. I remember them saying that earlier yesterday. Earlier yesterday as I sat there and pondered, like, because sometimes I can hear a lot of the things that they're saying, they're always conversating about me. It's amazing how they're always conversating about me in my mind, but I still can't hear, I can't make out what they're saying unless they want me to. It's so creepy and it's so messed up. Like, it's so wicked, but um, it's very real. And I remember thinking like okay so what is this about because I could kind of sense that it was like something going on and it was something that you know was pertaining to you know different things that I was doing and I was just and I was just wondering like okay so to sum it all up because it's a lot going on it's a lot they're talking about every single day but to sum it up you know why do I think that they won't leave me alone why do I think that they're targeting me so much why do I think that you know, they're going to such an extent to either, you know, drive me crazy or kill me or just, you know, 
see me in such a compromising situation, you know, that I'm no longer a threat. And I realized, you know, I started contemplating, like, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's because whoever I am to God, you know, is going to ultimately lead to their demise. They see it, they know it. Or maybe it's, you know... Maybe it's, like, I don't know. I'm I'm contemplating different things. I'm thinking maybe it's this new job. Maybe I don't need this new job. Maybe this new job is, like, I don't know. Maybe this new job is probably something not for me. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. But I hear them say, because they're bold, but I hear them say, no, it's because you know too much. It's because you know too much. And I know that. Like, I know that. I know that it's because I know too much. But the funny thing about it is it the funny thing about that knowing too much thing is, like, it's everybody involved. I don't care what anybody says. Like, literally, anybody I would otherwise tell is involved or they can get to it. They can, they can get to go along with it anybody everybody like they it's like they have so much control that it seems like what does it matter what i know are you really afraid of one person when you have so many people that you're able to use it's amazing how you can use everybody including the police and the doctors and the hospitals the people at the bank um you probably have somebody in office at the white house but I'm a threat for knowing what I know. It does. It never mattered to you. What is? Why does it matter if I'm a threat when you can use all these people and everybody else knows? Everybody knows what's going on and they're going along with it. So, if they're all going along with it, they're all helping you isolate me. They're all helping you, you know, attack me. They're all helping you antagonize me. Why does it matter what I know by then? They know it too. And they they don't care. So who am I going to tell? Am I going to tell somebody who you're using? Am I going to tell somebody who you can otherwise use? Because you've made it pretty much clear. I'm, I better not tell anybody because if I, whoever I tell, you're just, you know, they're just going along with it. And you might say, nah, that's just something that, you know, predators or you know attackers want you to think so that you don't reach out to anybody they want you to think you know you'll be hurt or they'll hurt your family or there's nobody you can tell because nobody nobody will help you and actually there's somebody out there who if you get to the right person can help and i try to keep that that hope alive too i try to think that as well but you know god is showing me more than ever i believe that this world is so wicked and controlled by money and controlled by status and controlled by power that nobody cares about doing the right thing. And even the pastors, even the pastors, because I mean, I'm sure that I'm so sure that, you know, these people are good people. You know, they try their best to be the best people they can be. They work hard and I'm sure that God knows them and loves them. But how could you see me in a, such a situation? How could you know that I'm in such a situation and leave me in that?
Because as much as I want to say that people are good people, as much as I want to believe that people are good people, as much as I want to believe that somebody knows God and is being used by him, you know, I mean, and on the other hand, God left me in this situation. On the other hand, God wants me in this situation. So to a certain extent, that's the benefit of the doubt I'm giving you if I, if you ever wonder what took me so long to say that. Because of that benefit of the doubt. If God is putting me in this situation, then maybe you feel, you know, then why doesn't God take you out of it? And you wouldn't be wrong. So I can't blame you. But, you know, I just, I feel like, like it's kind of, it's sometimes it's confusing what it is, you know, God actually wants from us and wants us to do. I want, no, it's never confusing. That's the thing. It's never confusing really what he wants us to do. He makes it very clear what he wants from us. But a lot of times he's allowing us to take initiative in a lot of different situations and I just know that if it were me, I just know that if it were me and I knew of someone in a similar situation, or if I knew of someone in this situation, if I knew someone was going through this, I would never leave them in it ever. Because I think that my mindset and my thought process is how long before this person, you know, self harms? How long before this person is harmed, you know, by them? How long before. Whatever leads to this person's early demise or them hurting themselves or anything, you know, pertaining to them not being okay mentally, physically. And guess what? Whenever it does happen, is everybody going to talk about what they could have done after it's too late? Is everybody going to be, you know, pretending as if, you know, they, they, you know, they wish that they could have done more because... That's my that's my mindset. That's my mindset. Like if, you know, I understand if I'm just not in a position to help. Like I'm not in a position to help you because I'm not even in the position to really help myself. Now I understand that. You can't help. There's nothing you can do. Can can somebody require that much of you? Absolutely not. And if that is really the case, then you know, clearly I understand. I'm not demanding anything of anyone. You know, I've gotten so used to, you know, feeling like the only person I have is God that it doesn't matter I can still know that you're somebody to God I can still know that you're a good person I can still know that you're being used by God in a manner that he intended and you're not doing what it is I feel that you should be doing and that doesn't it doesn't affect that it doesn't affect that like it doesn't count but yes still I do have questions because for example if I ever knew of a situation like this, like my situation, and that situation being that everyone is attacking and antagonizing me on a daily basis and making me feel crazy and making me feel, you know, alone and making me just just really placing me in such a compromising position that Like, it gets to the point I can't even go to the grocery store. Like, I can go to the grocery store, but, like, when I go to the grocery store, I'm being antagonized by random people. Like, I can't, you know, I can't go to the hospital because if I go to the hospital, even my doctor is being used. 
I can't call the police because the police is not responding. They don't do anything about it. You know, so many different situations and different things. And, like, everybody around is contributing to it. Like, literally. I don't even really go outside, but they're always outside my window antagonizing me. They're always outside my window either talking about me, screaming insults at me, or threatening me. And, like... You know, if I knew somebody was in this situation, like, I don't, like, honestly, it's almost to the point where it's like, do I even really care if I could, if there's anything I could do about it? I'm going to find a way to do something about it because I would never want somebody to be in that situation. I would never leave somebody in that situation because of my fear that, you know, something could happen to them. Then if something happens to them and I knew about it, like, Am I partly responsible for not doing anything about it? I understand that God is in full control. And if God left them in that situation, then maybe it's for a reason. But also at the same and I will tell them to trust God and I will pray for them and hope for the best. But also at the same time, it's like, doesn't God want us to take initiative as a people? Does he not want us to, you know, do what we can for people? And I just, I just can't imagine. So... I just don't, I would never want to, you know, I would never want to push my problems or anything off on anybody. Like, we all have issues, we all have problems that we have to figure out. And this just may be a personal problem that I just have to figure out on my own. And I understand that if that's the case. But it's just, I guess, the only reason that, I sometimes question what's going on is because a lot of times I feel so alone and it's not just about being alone it's just about if it was just me alone then okay I could figure that out a lot of times I like to be alone but it's not just about being alone it's about being alone and then being trapped it's about being trapped and alone and also so many different people so many different you know just every like a bunch of different people contributing to making me feel that way on a daily basis making it their job making it their duty and feeling like it's okay like i'm just i don't even think i mean i think that they think i'm strong of course i think that they feel that i'm strong because you know Clearly, they you you feel like somebody's strong if you ever feel like you need to jump them. If you ever feel like you need to you you need more than one person to you know for anybody, then you obviously feel like they're strong. But still, regardless of anything, like how strong am I supposed to be? Like when everybody's being used against me, everything is being used against me and I just have to be strong and and kind of like just push through and endure like I know God is on my side but a lot of times it doesn't even feel like God is on my side because and it's crazy because it's like when I start to talk about this like when I start to talk about how it feels like God is not even on my side, then it's like, no, don't say that. Like, actually trust God. God is on your side. Like, and then, then I start to feel his presence. Like, no, you shouldn't say that God is on your side. But it's like, where was his presence? 
before I said that. Why does it feel like I have to say that in order to receive his, his like presence, in order to be blessed by his presence? Why do I have to say it feels like he's not there? He should be there anyways. Especially when I'm in such a compromising situation. It's so frustrating. And of course, I know God is always there, but if he can make himself known... When I get so fed up that he can make himself known at all times so I don't get to that point. It's unfair and it's not. And at this point, I'm not even like all of the excuses, all of the different reasons why I've made. While I've while I why I've been holding these things in and feeling like it's OK, it's starting not to make sense to me anymore. None of it is starting to make sense to me anymore. And then I'll get the, but, you know, you're actually winning or you're actually this, you're actually that. So it makes it okay what they're doing. I also talked about this yesterday earlier. So the conversation was like, you know, I, I remember just, I was, I was just minding my business and I was cooking. I was cooking, preparing food. And, you know, I was fighting and my I was once again fighting once again arguing like trying not to argue with a bunch of different people who are uh provoking an argument and a fight with me so that they can fight me and argue with me you know all the time and I said to myself what do people think like when people see this going on, how do they feel about it? Like, is it, do they think that because I'm defending myself, because I say, because I'm fighting back that, you know, I must be okay? Because I just want to know, how do they see this? Like, how, do, how could you ever feel like this is okay? From your standpoint, from your, from where you are, where you're sitting, what does it look like? What does it look like? So if it looks like I'm winning, even still, it's like, it's, I don't care if somebody is winning, you know, and everybody's fighting them. Why is everybody fighting them? It doesn't matter if that person is winning. That's not fair. Because just imagine how that person feels. It's them against everybody. That's an unfair fight. I don't care if they're still winning. Like, okay. We all love the superhero movies when it's like one one um fighter against like a million different um fighters and and like they're winning are so good they're beating up everybody they're beating up all of them and I don't want to be the sensitive super sensitive person that's like, well, how do they feel like it's still they still have to fight all of these people, et cetera. I think the main difference with that is that they're choosing that fight. They're choosing that fight. Well, no, a lot of times that the fight has chosen them, and they don't have a, they don't have a choice. They don't have a way out. And a lot of them, you know, the a lot of times the idea of the movie is that the fighter embraces it because it makes them stronger, and that is worth it, you know. Regardless, but in real life, like in real life, when this stuff is really going on, when it's one person against a bunch of different people like even if they're winning or even if they have the potential to win like i don't know like what about their mental because they're fighting because they think they don't have a choice 
they're fighting so many different people alone because they feel that they are alone. Like, who is going to help them? They don't have a choice. That's their only way out. That's all they can do. That's that's all. That's what they have to do. They have to fight. Otherwise, you know, they just get, you know, pummeled by a bunch of different people because they're not going to stop. They're not going to leave that person alone. If they would, then this person will have to fight. But in real life, it's like, I don't know. For anybody to sit back and watch watch somebody fight everybody and say, oh, you got it. It's okay because you got it. Like, but you could help. Even though I got it. Like, why aren't you helping and if you if you're not helping, then that just makes me feel like you know you're one of them. I'm fighting you too. Whether you threw a punch or not, I must be fighting you too because you're not helping. You wouldn't help. You're just like them. Just like they say, bystanders are just as bad as bullies. But um, other than other than that, you know. Of course, a lot of benefits to fighting everybody and, and coming out a winner. You strong, you you end up stronger than everybody. You know, and obviously, if everybody has to fight you at once, then that just just must. That's just a, you know. Example of how strong you are. And I, these are all the reasons that people choose not to in to um. I won't say intercede, but these are all the reasons that people choose not to insert themselves and help. Because look at all the benefits. Like when you when you're done, you're super strong. You know, once you come, once you once you beat everybody, then nobody can beat you. Um, a lot of different reasons. But um, so as I prepared this food, like I I just wondered how they felt about it. I asked them like, so how do you feel about it? like, you know, I'm not you know don't get me wrong like I won't I'm not you know attacking you because you're not helping but I just want to know how you see it you know and they're just like oh they're jealous and I'm like okay yeah that's yeah you're right but another part of it that I'm just kind of like wondering is like so is that justifiable because of it like do you justify their actions because they're jealous because I don't know. How would you feel if it were you? If you had like a bunch of different people attacking you and nobody helped because, you know, anytime you ever said, you know, you know, do you see this? Like, do you see me fighting everybody? And they just say, oh, they're jealous. It's like, yeah, they're jealous. Yeah, okay. But, you know, you can do anything you want because you're jealous. You can get away with everything because you're jealous. Like, it's everybody, like, is murder justifiable because the person was jealous? I mean, in some in some cases, you know, I'm sure that that would be an acceptable answer. It's funny because it, it would. Like, I, you know, you know how crazy that sounds? That's what I'm saying. That's how crazy that sounds to me. It's because they're jealous. Yeah, they're jealous. I know that. But jealousy doesn't warrant this type of behavior 
like if I went and murdered your family and I and they were like why would you do such a thing and I was like because I was jealous oh okay yeah it's okay now it's cool like no it's not okay because you're so what you're jealous jealousy is an emotion we all have and guess what it's a lot of different people who learn how to control it there's a lot of different people who learn how to handle it there's a lot of different people who learn how to work that out jealousy doesn't warrant this kind of behavior and by no means necessary do i want to ever hear that as an excuse they're jealous but at the same time i get it i get you're trying to support me i get that you not trying i get that you're supporting me i get that you're you know otherwise on my side it's just i couldn't imagine you being in a situation similar to mine and me walking past you like oh they're jealous like okay but could you help could you like offer some help are what are you gonna do are you just gonna say they're jealous are you gonna help me because yes they're jealous that's obvious but just that just knowing that they're jealous by no means is helping this situation by no means is justifying what they're doing like i don't know how to explain it but after all i've been through you know i've known the whole time they're jealous i've known the whole time that you know this is an unfair fight i've known the whole time that you know they're intimidated i know i've known the whole time that you know they must be weak if that's what they do I've known the whole time, all of those things. And the whole time, I still have to fight them. I still have to fight them all. I still have to fight. And the whole time, you know what I'm thinking? The whole time, I'm thinking, like, as jealous and unfair as this fight is. You don't get to treat me or do me like that because you're jealous. I don't care how jealous you are. I don't care how unfair you feel like it is for anything that I have that you don't. I don't care. You don't get to get away with that because you're jealous. And it's it doesn't it's not okay because you're jealous. Everybody's walking past an unfair fight and they're talking about, yeah, they're jealous. And somehow that's that makes it even what so if they end up murdering me if they end up winning if they end up getting away with whatever it is that they did you know you walk past and said they were jealous and that was your help you're okay with that i mean it's okay if you're okay with that you know nobody's nobody's condemning you to anything i'm not judging but you're okay with that like you're okay with that so it's just you know I guess it's okay then. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, they're jealous. But I guess I I had to see the best in the situation. So in order to see the best out of the situation, what I started to uh, consider was, well, maybe they see it like the reason why their advice was they're jealous and no, no extra help outside of that. It's because they see it like you have to learn how to deal with jealous people now. You have to learn how to master that now. Even if they go to such great extents. But jealousy is, I feel like, one 
I don't say it's the root of all evil. That's supposed to be money. But jealousy is one of the most wicked, most wicked emotions. It makes you do some crazy things. And you can say all day that you have to learn how to deal with jealous people now. And it's like, how do you deal with jealous people, though? When jealousy comes in so many different forms. Tell me that I need to know how to I'm not I need to know how to deal with jealous people and it's nothing I could do to ever deal with such a such a situation. Like there's a jealous person, okay, say there's a jealous person who's completely out of their mind, completely crazy, stalking, murderous, murderous plots, um, going to every to to the greatest extent, even willing to die in order to see my demise. How do I deal with that? How do I deal with that situation? Now, I've been told everything from run, pray, um, ignore them. You know, keep going no matter what. It'll be okay. Trouble don't last always. All these things I've heard that people have said. And it's like, what if none of that works? Like, what if it, what if none of that, what if none of it works? Like, Jealousy, like I said, jealousy comes in many different forms, but it's just like, I don't know. When all else fails, when none of that works, I don't know. When none of that works, I just feel like. I've seen some crazy situations in life where it's like people tell you you have to deal with jealous people, you have to ignore them, you have to learn how to handle jealous situations. But, like, these jealous people that come about, like, they are completely irrational. No sense of stability at all just unstable it's an unstable situation when you try and ignore them you know you can't like i don't say you can't ignore them you you try your best to ignore them but they're still not stopping matter of fact like they're going just as strong as ever so you can ignore them all they all you want it's not like they're not stopping Let's say you trust God. I trust God. Um, so I trust God. I'm praying about it. They're still not stopping. So then, you know, let's say. Let's say you face them head on. Can't do that either. Because, you know, they'll do some jealous jealous mess like i don't know get you jumped or try and kill you and make it seem like you started it even though they did everything they did to the extent that they did it provoked you everything else you could try to move on with your life and they just follow you wherever you go plot and set up and scheme whatever with whatever you're doing like literally you could be working a desk job and they would be like somewhere in the building plotting on you plotting on your death 
like what other advice would you give somebody that's jealous you know confront them or ignore them or move forward you know in your life none none of those three options work what else um get them arrested police not responding the police is doing nothing what else oh pray you know i'm praying but you know i'm not saying god is not doing anything but it's still the same they're still doing what they're doing Oh, you could run. Okay, I could run, and then I haven't tried this option yet, though. I mean, actually, yes, I did. I will not lie. So you run, and wherever you end up, they have already plotted and schemed so that they're, you know, affecting you and bothering you there as well. There's nothing you can do to get away from this situation. And as much as you pray, it seems like it's barely making a difference. I won't lie. I can't say that it's barely making a difference. It's definitely, most definitely making a difference. But it's just not stopping. It feels like after all my prayers, it feels like after everything that I've done, after after as much faith as, I, as I'm having in God, and it's like, I'm not going to stop, but it's like, it seems like after everything that this, like, the situation should be different, that it should, like, things should have changed by now. Why does it feel like, like, why does it feel like I'm still fighting so hard? Why do I still have to fight so hard if I pray, if I'm praying and praying and praying, like, I don't know. I try my best not to be complaining like this. I really do try my best not to complain. But it's like, they expect you not to complain too, so they jump you. They attack you, antagonize you 24-7. You never get a second alone, not even to wipe your butt when you use the bathroom. Like, you can't even be left alone for a freaking second, but you you're not allowed to complain. No, don't complain, though. You know, treat this like this is the best days of your life. What do you mean? If I really felt that any of this was like, you know, if I if I didn't feel the way I felt about this, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't you think something was wrong with me? You can't win. If I accept it, there's something wrong with me. If I don't accept it, there's something wrong with me. So what can I do? All I know is, you know, whatever outcome, however it ends up, wherever, whatever happens, whatever ends up happening, like, I tried. I tried. Like, I tried to make a difference. Going forward, I try to. I try to fight. Like I try everything. 
like the only thing I didn't try to do is let them let myself become them that's the only thing I did not try I'm not I don't I'm not trying that like I'd rather die like I otherwise rather die and like I felt like that's the itch that's what so that's what feels so dirty about all of it like they want they want to push me to being like them like you like they're so filthy like really filthy that like they're they're dead set and and obsessed with seeing you know another lost soul They just want to see another lost soul. They're so lost. They don't have a soul. They don't have a heart. It's black. It's gone. Whatever you call it. They don't have a conscience. They don't have a moral compass. They don't have morals. Period. And they just want to get rid of mine. They don't want to see me with any either. And it's amazing how people do that. And then once they get whatever it is that they wanted out of the situation. Oh, we, you know we lost another soul then everybody wants to you know feel bad then everybody wants to look back and say man you know you know i feel kind of bad that you know because that person really seemed like they could have probably made a difference or that person really was fighting for what's best or that person really did seem very you know promising it's too bad that that ended up happening like that. Even though I didn't do anything to help. And other, you know, outside of not doing anything to help, I actually contributed a lot of times. That's how people are. People are really, like, twisted. Because when you're fighting, even if alone, even if you're, like, bleeding out, people don't want anything but to see you lose. They don't want anything but to see you finally drop, finally give up. But then once you give up, they they feel bad. Once you give up, once it's over with, once it's done, once you can't take it back, then people want to feel bad. I don't get, like, I don't get it. But I guess the one thing that I feel like is the most challenging for me to accept and understand is, like, if I'm praying so much to God, if I'm praying to God all the time and a you know, I'm getting as close to him as possible, and he still feels it's necessary, then what can I say? What can I do? What can I do at that point? Like, everybody can say it's not as bad as it could be, you know, or, you know, it's not that bad. Just keep pushing through. Just keep, it's okay. You'll be okay. But it would never want to be you in a million years. Would never want to have to deal with this situation. And then what's the other option? You know, compromise. Go ahead and compromise then. At least you'll be happy. At least you'll be okay. At least you'll feel better. Like, you know, I guess that would happen. That's what happens when somebody wants to see a change. I guess that's why we haven't seen one yet. Because every time somebody gets close to making a difference or any time somebody gets really, really close to seeing a change in this sick, messed up, twisted, wicked world, they are forced to compromise because everybody starts jumping in. How dare you make a difference?
How dare you want to see a change in this world? But, you know, I guess I could just be like everybody else. You know, I guess I could just disregard the important things like peace, love, you know, caring about your brother and your sister and righteousness. I guess I could just disregard all of that and just replace it with the love for materialistic things like everybody else and not giving an F about the next person. Otherwise, disregarding anything that matters, really. Because then I get by fine. I'd be absolutely okay. Nobody ever wants to help when you're fighting to not do that, though. But once you start to get to that point, once you start to turn, when you turn around to become that person everybody's talking about, what happened? You weren't like this. Why? Why are you like this now? Don't do this. Turn back. Keep fighting. Don't give up. And, like, I remember everybody always saying, like, you, where were you when I was fighting? Where was my help when I needed it? So many times I was alone and you could have helped. And what did you do? And you know what they, you know what people always say? I feel like, well, honestly, not always. I can't actually predict that. I feel like different people have different responses. Some people I actually finally realize, like, whoa, you're right. I didn't do anything until you got to this point. They say, some people say, I didn't think it was that serious. You know, other people like, well, I told you. So, I don't know. Just like, I feel like, <laughs> I hate to bring it up because honestly, it's just so much surrounding Martin Luther King regardless anything. But just like with Martin Luther King, like everything that he was preaching, all the civil rights protests and everything that he did in his life, you know, Everybody was, oh, you see what Martin Luther King's doing? Such and such and such, you know, and then go on with their regular lives, not really making much of a difference. But then as soon as he died, everybody's outraged. How couldn't you, why couldn't you have done that before he died? Why did Martin Luther King have to die to see that change? I'm sure he would have wanted to wake up one day and things have been what they're, what they're like today while he was still alive. But no, nah, that's how our world works. Whoever it is that's, you know, fighting, they have to be a sacrificial lamb like Jesus. We need that sacrificial lamb to die for this situation. We need that sacrificial lamb to die for um, for this this fight. It's, it's, it's never failed. We have to have a sacrificial lamb in this world. We have to. Then when that person finally dies, everybody is so sad. They're like, they fought so hard. You know, they were so strong. We'll never have another like them. Let's make a difference. Let's make a change. Why don't we ever do that before the person is gone? Why don't we, why do we wait? Like, I'm convinced that's what everybody wants. Like, that's what we want. That's really what we want. Like, we have some type of sick fetish in this world. Like, Whenever we really want to see a change here, we're going to have to pick somebody who, you know, wants to see the change the most and then we're going to kill them.
And then once we kill them, you know, everything can change after that. They have to die for this cause. And make sure it's the strongest one, too. Make sure it's the, the one who wants it the most, you know, because then it'll be worth it. We won't let them die in vain. And that's okay. But it's okay because, you know, I just always feel like, you know, everybody is casual about it until it's them or until it's close to home. And it usually always is. That's the good thing about, you know, reaping what you sow. That whatever you do in this world, you can you can count on it. It's going to happen right back to you. It's coming right back around. Sooner than you think, too. And with accuracy. So, you know, you get what you give, I guess. I mean, if I end up, you know, being a sacrificial lamb or if I end up dying, not, I guess, not in vain because I guess something happens after I die, right? But if I end up dying because of this or because of this situation and, you know, everybody had contributed to it, everybody knew about it, but nobody cared. Nobody was willing to make a difference while I was alive because I think it's almost this, you know, it's kind of like a jealousy, envious of how strong and how adamant you are about the cause, even if it's the right thing to do and we all agree with you. We don't want you to get what it is you're fighting so hard for. We'd rather see you die for it. Then we'll be like, oh, they never got it in their lifetime. So I guess we can see that change now. And the whole time, everybody really wanted to see that change. They just didn't want you to have it. They just didn't want to give it to you. As if it's only for you. But, I mean, once again, what can I say? This is what God wants.